Hi, Sandy. Hey there, Nat. But <laughs> no, me first. No, me first. Okay. <laughs> How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, I'm like half asleep. I know. I know oh. it's 11 o'clock. I know it's 11 o'clock, but I'm I'm like a little, I don't know. I've just been in my head all day. I haven't talked to anyone. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I know it's like when you yeah go about your day and you haven't like interact with a human being and the first time you're a little overexcited or weird. Like I've done that. I mean, you're normal, but <laughs> like gone to get groceries and then like talk to the clerk way too much. <laughs> I've been like, have you seen this kale? It's unreal. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Anyways, no, I totally yeah, get how you. Are, how are you so chipper for like your like 8 a.m., 7 a.m.? Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm, I'm faking it? I don't know. <laughs> no, well, it is bright here. I do. I did wake up like, I mean, Eric and I are exhausted. We're recovering from the renovation, which we're done now. But um, I did have Yay! to like peel myself out of bed at... 30, 7.45, I was kind of laying there. I was like, okay, seriously, get up. Like, thankfully, I, all I have to do is open my computer and plug my mic in, put my headphones on, and told Eric to, like, do something. I was like, you have to get lost. I don't know. Like, he's, I think he's in the house somewhere. He's downstairs. Aww. I'm like, oh, I'm like, you can still sleep, I guess. It's really weird for him to sleep that late. Um, Like, you're just going to have to sleep through me talking, so put some earplugs in. But yeah, it is yeah. super, super light in my apartment, like ridiculously bright, but I can tell that I'm tired because I've slept through it. Um, oh, yeah. So my alarm went off, but... Yeah, you guys are still recovering from all the renos? Yeah, big time. Yeah, it's going to take probably the rest of the month to feel like a normal human being yeah yeah it's so surprised it's always surprising to me like how much time i need to feel normal again after like doing something really late or like having a drink or like i don't know it just takes a while mm-hmm. to feel normal yeah and it was like about 40 days of going it's like 16 hour days of a lot of it hard labor and then a mm-hmm. lot of it just like mental strain Ooh. Yeah. So yeah. We're done. We're toast. Yay. So do you have any furniture? Like how are you how are you podcasting right now? Yeah, so we're we moved our stuff stuff, like the things that you need to live with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the things that are inside your cabinets and whatnot. Move that yeah to victoria um and then now we just have all of our furniture and we're like bare bones living like i just have a carry-on with uh with clothes and it's nice though it's like it looks like minimalist living um so we have all all of the important furniture like desks Um, we just got a kitchen table yesterday because we actually didn't really have one before it was always covered with uh, renovation junk in the process of living here yeah. uh, we got some new chairs we got a new sideboard um, yeah and I've been picking up as much used decent stuff as I can over the last month and a bit and we splurged for some new furniture because we had only bought one piece new before so mm. it's kind of nice so are you buying furniture to stage or to like have both so yeah it's oh. a two it's a two for like we'll get the stuff that we like um, to stage and then we're keeping it after that'll be our new furniture for ever from now (laughs) yeah that's awesome that's like the fun part that's like oh now we can shop and just like this would look good here and just like pillows and colors i don't know that that yeah fun it's a lot better now and you don't have to do it for 16 hours a day you can just like (laughs) do it for an hour or two and then go for a hike a normal person yeah it's awesome yeah okay uh oh one last question when's your big move date 
Um, I don't know for sure. Well, the thing is, like, we're we're going to Calgary at the end of the month for a week for a wedding and to visit Eric's family. So we actually bought our flights out of Victoria, so we have to go back to Vancouver. Um, our place is going up for sale on, I think, the 22nd or 23rd. That's the Saturday, the Saturday, not the last one, the second last one, I think. I don't know. Anyways, near the end of June. Um, we're going to have to go back to Victoria for a night and then fly out of Victoria. And we're accepting offers like that Tuesday that we fly to uh, Calgary for our place if there are multiple wow. offers. So we'll be doing that that discussion then um if that's the case is hopefully someone wants to buy our place and then once it's the date for the sale is set then we'll have to come over again and get all of our furniture yeah it's kind of good that you'll be out of town though so you won't have like any like the viewings and all of that you'll just be i guess like out of there and yeah we might be here for the open house we're not yeah we're not really sure we have like a a Mm. window of time where we're like we'll go to victoria from here to here but there's really nothing there like we have a futon to sleep on and that's it yeah (laughs) (laughs) well you'll have each other (laughs) yeah no it'll it'll be fine but uh it'll be nice to get the furniture over but Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah we'll manage yeah, eventually. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like still things are up in the air, but there's still like yeah. a feeling of closure just having finished working with power tools, Yeah, I guess. <laughs> That's so good. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You guys, I'm sure you guys did like an amazing job. You should send some pictures over to like Instagram and just like update us all. Yes, I will. We're just getting, I just bought a bunch of plants yesterday because oh, um, it looked a little bit lifeless and there's just yeah. like some accent type things that we're we're looking for but definitely like at the very least when we get photos done next week for for the listing i'll yeah put those up they'll look yeah for sure plants make such a big difference yeah they do yeah Yeah. i have a ton of plants i love plants i didn't know the snake plant was like such a good air detoxifier yeah so it's snake plant and the peace lily and there's a certain uh, type of ivy yeah, they're all after I think it was like NASA or something listed them as like air detoxifiers. The sale of all these plants just went up like yeah. by kabazillions. Um but you know, like all plants will detoxify to some degree. They'll all take carbon dioxide um out. But I guess some are just better than others. But yeah, there's a whole bunch of them. It's not just those. It's not just a snake plant. Yeah, that's sweet. Um, yeah, I might have to plant. ask Sorry, you, yeah. I might have to ask you what I bought. So I might send photo or I'll ask you okay. or Instagram people because <laughs> I just went to this girl and she had so many gorgeous plants. She kind of, I think she like starts growing them and then sells them at a certain point and they're in a really good condition. Yeah. Um, yeah. and just be like, what, what are these? Like, when should I water this? <laughs> there, there is like an app for that. There's an app. I'm serious. So like, oh, really? yeah, okay. you can like take a picture with your phone and then it, I, I don't know what it is. My boyfriend has it, but yeah. And then it tells you this is an aloe and then you can go look up like the scientific name and what it needs and everything. But honestly, I don't know if I'm the right person to ask. I just got a couple of air plants and they look so sad. They're like, oh, they're so sad. They're like crispy. I feel so oh, bad yeah. for them. The ones that you just let them hang out. Maybe your place is too dry. Just give them a little, like one squirt with a water bottle know, or something. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, like that's what I'm thinking because it's a condo and it's like the recycled air. Um, even though we try to open the windows and stuff, it's like mostly still that recycled, dry, dusty air. So I, I've actually been like soaking them in the sink and in, in like a, a big thing full of water. Like I just fill the sink with water and I soak them. Um, 
but I've been doing that almost every day and they're still kind of crispy. Maybe they just need to take some time. I don't know. I need to give them to like a, a plant doctor. My, yeah. Um, yeah, my boyfriend's dad, like just anything he touches will grow. So I think I'm just going to like hold out guys, hold out. I'm taking you to the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take you. I'll take you over to my boyfriend's dad and he'll, he'll make you guys live again. I'm sorry. I'm I sorry love I like the you. people who are plant whisperers. I just yeah, yeah never had the opportunity to. And it's always been my goal is to, well, like I can, I feel like I can do food gardening because I'd be really motivated. <laughs> obvious, obvious reasons. <laughs> Will you guys have a garden in the new place? No, we just have a patio and you're not allowed to do anything fun on it. What? <laughs> not even like a potted plant? I don't know. Maybe you could do plants, but it's. Yeah, maybe. There's so many rules. I have to look at it. It's like no furniture, no no bikes, no barbecues. Wait, okay, no furniture. Like not I even think it a said chair. Like, no furniture, but I've seen other people's what? patios. They're filled with crap. That's so weird. How can you say no furniture on a patio? I don't know if it's like fire hazard but reasons. Then why is there a? Pa- I don't get I know. it. No, it's very That's upsetting. So weird. I'm putting furniture out there. I'll put some potted stuff at least herbs yeah 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 oh i've grown to me i grow tomatoes this year we're growing tomatillos and we're going to try to grow a um eggplant so yeah it's okay you just need like a a pretty decently sized pot that's all yeah i tried when i lived in waterloo and i was doing my master's there i had um gotten some bigger planters we had a larger patio like longer Mm -hmm. um and I plant. I planted a bunch of stuff, and the squirrels were on the fourth floor. They like <laughs> climbed up and they dug up all my seeds. All those little shits. Yeah, I don't know if I told you that before. They really pissed me off. They no, smell the fresh turned oh, earth, That's and why they you think need a like dog. they've hidden something. Yeah, yeah. that, that would have been nice. Yeah, like my dog will like run to the the door when she sights like a pigeon or something. It's like barking her head off. Like get the fuck off my lawn. Get the fuck <laughs> off the balcony. It's like yeah, that's right. It's right, pigeons. Don't you eat my tomatillos. I'll fuck you up. <laughs> what floor are you on? Are you like on the twenty something floor? Yeah, I'm twenty something. That's so we don't get pi- yeah. we don't get squirrels, but we get pigeons. Oh wow. Oh yeah, yeah. The pigeons are like drawn to my balcony because my balcony's so colorful. And they'll eat your seeds or your fruit or your veggies? Oh, I, I don't know. With it? What, when I see them, I don't let them, like, touch anything. Don't and then me and my chance. dog go out there and we're, like, yelling. But <laughs> we do it together. <laughs> I feel like they would eat something if they had the chance. Or kind of, I, don't I know. think so. Yeah, I think I don't, so. I don't trust them. They're not a trustworthy bird. <laughs> Are there trustworthy birds that you well, just like the like... tiny little chirp- chirpers? <laughs> they're like smaller than your fist and they just chirp a lot and they're fine. <laughs> I feel like this is all like totally unbased in anything real because I feel like any bird given the opportunity would just like snatch the sandwich out of your hand. Yeah, that's true. You know, any birds lead a crumb. That's true because they yeah. don't see Oh, little shits. They eat seeds. That's what they do. They want to fuck your garden up. (laughs) (laughs) All of them. Don't trust them. (laughs) Okay, let's get to talking about real stuff. It's been like 11 minutes of just... (laughs) I know. Sorry, guys. I feel like everyone will agree, right? (laughs) Something like that. The people who have stuck by this far will agree. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Oh, yeah. What are we what, talking? Uh, so, one, yeah. more, one more brief thing. Yeah. Um, Hero, who was on a couple of weeks ago, said a friend of his had a problem um, giving us a rating on iTunes because they said our podcast was like not updated past April on iTunes. And I looked on mine and I like I'm not just my computer, like I went to the store on iTunes, looked up the yoga addiction. You have to click on podcasts, not just the episodes that come up and they're all there and you're able to give a rating. So I don't know if anyone wants to check on that for us. That'd be great. And if, if you do like find that, yeah, you only see like seven or 10 episodes, can you send us either a message through our contact um, form on our webpage, which we always link to, or you can send us a message on Instagram. That'd be really helpful because I can't see through anyone else's computers. Like these people, there's like one or two people that said they had an issue and was like, okay, well I can see, so I don't know what to do, but yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And if you're like an iTunes expert, Help a girl out, man. Yeah, and check out like Apple Podcasts on your phone because I don't have an iPhone. You don't have an iPhone either, right? No, no. So if you, I don't know if you can rate and review through there. I feel like I you should be able to because it's, but they're phasing out iTunes now and it's all going to be Apple Podcasts, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyways, anyways, yeah. Bye-bye. So someone yeah. can check and that'd be super, especially if they have an issue. Yeah, okay, moving on. That's it. <laughs> Okay, um, so today we wanted to talk about a, a little bit of like myth busting kind of, but it, it just turned out into like a lot of more um, research that I, I dug into this morning. Um, so the question is, does yoga increase bone density? Yeah, that's a good one. And it's big. It's huge. It's so big. Um, and this is one of those topics where I dived into like some of the research and I realized how how much we don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so before we get started, I just wanted to like do a quick review of the said principles. Nat, you want to take this one? Oh God. Let me see if I can get the name right again. Cause I feel like every time we've said it, we've said it wrong. Specific adaptation to impose demands. Woohoo, she did yes. it. We said like <laughs> adoption and I don't know, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of different things. Um, so, yeah, basically as you, oh God, I don't know if I can intelligently explain it right now in my state, but your body learns how to do things as you apply stress to it more or less. Yeah. yeah. So that's the whole adaptation. And there's like, things. there's like a little like method on how to physically actually do that. If you listen to that podcast, which I think is episode five, there's like a more structured way that um, coaches and trainers will, will put the body through stress to have it learn. Yeah. So can you give us an example just to, to make that principle really clear? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I'm putting you so on the spot. <laughs> Your poor 8 a.m. brain is just like, oh. <gasps> I don't know if I remember clearly all the steps well enough. Um, I'm trying to think of the video that you did with, I can remember them, but they're not in the right order. I don't know if the order matters that much. It probably does matter. Well, what what are certain things about adaptation that we want to just like touch on? Well, you, um, yeah, okay. So I'm going to do them in, as they come into my brain. So this is not yeah, the correct that's, order. That's fine. Repetition. Okay. So doing it more than one time. <laughs> so yeah, body. otherwise it's like a one time thing that your body never learns. Yeah. yeah. Um, doing it very simply in your body first, mm-hmm. and then working towards more complex. Doing one side, if you're doing a certain motor skill on one side of your body, 
Oh, no, or was it the other? Was it go two sides to one side or was it go one side to two sides? Uh, I think it depends. It's like if you're going to run, are you going to hop on one leg before you run or are you going to run true. before you hop on one? I think it yeah. depends on the task at hand. But I think like simple to complex is, is generally what we want to yeah. convey. Yeah. yeah. And that might change with the one side or two sides, which we start in um, slow to fast. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of what else there was. What else was there? I think that's the that's main about, gist of it. Yeah. Um, and to, I think one of the big things is to allow for a lot of time for adaptation. That yeah. adaptation, um, and in t- today's episode, we're talking about bone. It, it's not going to be something fast. Now, um, this is something pretty interesting that bone actually um, resorbs faster than fascia. So bone is a faster tissue than fascia is, if you can believe it. So a bone will heal faster than the fascia around it may heal or may fully get back to normal. Um, so when you think about it in that way, bone is not, um, it, it might not take as long as something else, like a, a just because the raptors are on an, an Achilles uh, mm. sprain or an Achilles rupture. Did you see that, by the way? What, was that on Monday? I think it was, I think it was Monday. It was yeah. Kevin Durant and his yeah, uh, yeah. freaking, oh, that just, ugh, I didn't know that's what it was. I just knew it was ankle. I didn't know it was Achilles. That sucks. Yeah. Cause that's a big like sheet of fascia. Yeah. So that takes a long time and, but he, he'll have like the best of the best working on him. So mm-hmm. he's just not yeah. going, he's not going in for the game tomorrow night. Oh, of course not. No, not with yeah. the... Well, it depends how bad it is, I guess. But I, I don't think he's... Um, if it popped I think, off. Ugh. 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 <laughs> I think they, like, flew him to New York for, like, imaging and, like, doctors. So I, I don't think he's he's going back. Yeah. It's a bummer. It's sad. Gross. Yeah. But it's so bone will recover. I've heard that before. Like, why well, you hear things, you know, and if you're reading random scientific facts um that like (laughs) the cells of your bones takes like six months to regenerate like the little um oh my gosh osteocytes i want to say the bone so they are the little bone cells so yeah there's two types of main types of bones osteoblasts i think build they build and osteoclasts um cleave Okay. Holy shit, I can't believe oh, I just remembered that. God this is like eight years ago. Holy cow. Yeah, osteoblast sounds better than osteocyte. I'm sure there is an osteocyte, but I don't know if that's a cell or... I think it's a cell. So who knows? Maybe Cite it's just like... like a Latin word for cell, but I think yeah. it's osteoclasts because they cleave. So they, they take away bone. Um, yeah, did, did you, do you remember why bone is so like mobile? Like Not mobile, but like why it's being built and cleaved so much? No, but I would, like, if I would, I don't know why, but I would, if I were to just think about it, is it because of the stress that we put on it? Partly, but it's, it's also calcium is like a, it's so bone is one of the main things is calcium in bone that, that the mineral that makes it so hard. Um, calcium is like a hugely important, um, 
molecule within the body. So tons of processes from your um, urine to your cellular functioning to muscle activation to brain firing, neuron firing. All of that depends on calcium. Um, well, a lot of it depends on calcium with in balance with other um, ions, with other molecules in the body. So um, your deposit of calcium is your bones. And that's what your body will take when it needs it. And it'll just put back when it doesn't need it, like a little bank. Oh yeah. Okay. So this is really interesting. I do know. I do know something here, and I, I'll maybe <laughs> I'll look. I'll I'll check it and clean it up and say this again on another podcast. But I, the gist of this is when you're really stressed out, your body um, uses magnesium, like a ton of magnesium, and this is what my kind of understanding. Again, it might not be a hundred percent correct, but your body needs to use magnesium with calcium, I believe, and it will always. It will always have it in the correct ratio in your blood. So if you do a blood test for magnesium or calcium, I think they always come out level. It's why you need to do um, for your health if you're looking into stress and stuff like that, hair tissue mineral analysis because it shows up in your hair, the the, uh, the imbalance, the ratio. But it will pull it from your bone. So this is really important Mm -hmm. for people who are stressed out all the time for depleted calcium in your bone and osteoporosis risk. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's like mostly right. (laughs) <laughs> that sounds right. I mean, like yeah. blood, blood um, levels of calcium are far more important for the functioning of day to day of your body than the calcium in your nails, bone, hair, skin. Like all of that can be um, decreased without killing you. Whereas the stuff in your blood that flows through every cell um, and that that creates the functioning of your brain and body that that's super important and protected by the body um so yeah it'll take it from the bone this is actually really interesting because like most a lot of the studies that you looked up and i'm not gonna lie to everyone i didn't look up any studies this is more sandy's topic (laughs) um but have to deal with resistance training from what i saw for the most part movement of the body and how that affects bone density but in yoga, like if you were working with the nervous system and you're reducing your stress, you're then putting more calcium back into your bones. That's going to have effect on bone density. Yeah, it might. It actually might. Because, I for sure um, think that would. Like I, I mean, that'd be really hard to test. But you have a yeah. You're you definitely like if you're super under stress and if yoga has the ability or whatever practice has the ability to reduce your stress, um, you'll be putting keeping your calcium in your bones not sucking it out yeah that's cool yeah, that absolutely makes sense yeah um and i think cool. i think that's one part where diet might have a big impact if you're if you're so depleting your bones then yeah like diet dietary calcium might actually be able to translate into going into your cells and and preserving the calcium that's in your bones so yeah yeah it is cool right that's super cool so there's like a at least as like most things a twofold mechanism to what will control the the density and the strength of your bones yeah Yeah. um so the other thing i wanted to talk about was um the peak bone mass so i think most people understand that as a part of the aging process our bones begin to get frailer um and it's a function of decreasing hormones um so estrogen for women is one of the very protective ones for bone uh, calcium density. So it, it helps us just keep it in the bone. Um, uh, where So as you get older, especially after menopause, that's going to decrease. And then um, bone density after menopause 
it's so it's not like a linear curve from there from what i understand i believe it's like um a parabolic curve downwards so it's like a exponential curve downwards um so you decrease your bone density um exponentially as the years go on especially for women um, men get a little bit but it's, it's much less uh intense so the idea is to get the highest level of bone your body is capable of and your your life is capable of um when you are in that age group where you can get that peak bone mass so that's usually in your 20s to 30s and then from menopause onwards it just decreases and it's very rare to build any bone oh interesting what about um not building but just maintaining yeah so that's usually what um all these studies are looking at in in maintenance of bone um there are some studies that i looked at and they said increase but I don't know. I I mean, I think it's possible, but um, that study, and, and we'll talk about it in a, in a moment, I think has a, a number of limitations, and I, I just feel really untrustworthy about them. Yeah. There's probably <laughs> like sense. like odd genetic groups that can can throw it down, can build some bone density. You see people that with certain athletic abilities, or there's probably yeah. like a subset of like some genes that, yeah, they can do it, but like for oh, the abs- majority yeah, of the public, the average person, it's extremely difficult beyond a certain yeah. age. Yeah. And, and to also understand that these statistics are taken from like US or Canada. So how it applies to minority groups like me, like Asians, I don't know. <laughs> you know, like where where did this, these stats come from? I'm, I'm not too sure. It's just like a, a general North American stat, which is probably more white focused, which is, I mean, that's just the way life is. <laughs> yeah. It depends where the study is done. If it's done, like, I feel like more in like California or yeah. the east coast yeah you might get uh, like more diversity My but diversity, yeah genetics yeah. has yeah and i don't know if anyone's actually done a study on genetics with bone density like depletion i'm not sure mm-hmm. that'd be really cool Another to see topic. someone someone knows throw us a link <laughs> but yeah there's definitely variation yeah yeah cool um, so, yeah, so the idea is to, when you're young and when you're healthy, when you're able to build bone, get as much bone as you can so that it's like putting money in the bank of your bones so that as you withdraw, as you get older and more stressed and and you don't have time for exercise or healthy eating, that you can just withdraw from that bank account and it doesn't deplete as quickly. Um, so one study I read, they had this, and, and I'll link to all of these studies. <clears throat> I'll show my sources. Um So this is a direct quote. Um, It has been theorized that achieving a 10% higher peak bone mass in young adulthood could delay the development of osteoporosis by about 13 years and ultimately reduce the lifetime risk of fracture by 50%. While there is no experimental evidence from large lifelong studies required to test such a notion, a growing body of evidence suggests that adaptations to mechanical loading in youth translate to greater bone strength over a lifetime. Whew. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> Did you get all that? Yeah. Did you understand? There were definitely like a lot of maybes in there, but it but it is pointing towards like if you load more and if you move more at a younger age, you'll be better off later. Yeah. In, in the yeah. broad gist of it. Yeah. That's sweet yeah. though, but like but the delay the development of osteoporosis by around 13 years like but then they were like, maybe we don't know. <laughs> yeah, like nobody's tested it. This is like a yeah. statistical. Someone so, extrapolated this yeah. probably. Yeah. yeah, did some stats for that. 
But I yeah. mean, that's worth it, even if they're wrong by 50% or something to have like <laughs> seven. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, I totally think if they're wrong by 50%, you still get what, like, what's 13 divided by two? Seven? Yeah. No, six. Six, yeah, six, something six, like six and a half. Yeah. Yeah, reduced osteoporosis by six and a half years. That's still still six and a half years of s- stronger bones. Yeah, That's pretty good. <laughs> um, so yeah. what kind of movement are they suggesting, or is it just any kind of increased loading? So that study that I just quoted from there, they're an Australian. It was an Australian um, study, and they're tr- they were actually trying to find like what's the correct loading for what age group, at what period of like osteoporotic um, degeneration, like what what level of osteoporosis should we r- recommend what exercises, um, and ultimately, <laughs> they said we don't know. <laughs> yeah. Of course. You have to do such a big study, I'd feel. And again, like yeah. you said, with diet and everything and stress, like you stress. said. Yeah. Like there's so yeah. many factors. So it is something genetics. You, to, you can't it's... be like ridiculously stressed out person and then <laughs> applying stress to your body in the form of mechanical loading, like be that yoga or weightlifting or whatever, you can mm-hmm. overdo it and you can be a friggin' stressed out person who does that shit. Yeah. So it's like you gotta have to have some balance. So in my mind, either a really mindful weightlifting, not like mm-hmm. everyday obsessive compulsive. Or just <laughs> Give like me my muscles. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm gonna lose all my bone and like just start squatting. <laughs> like crazy. <laughs> it's probably not yeah. gonna be as beneficial as this like a more mindful practice where you are but definitely putting some stress on your, through your joints, loading your joints. Yeah. And I think it so depends on like what stage you're at and your mobility already, right? Like mobility exercises might be all you need for a while, but then maybe you progress to a little bit of loading and it just, it, there's so much that depends. So I just wanted to quote the, um, well, actually I won't quote it. I'll just say, um, the gist of their conclusion is that, yeah, they don't know the, the dose. They don't know the dose for whatever age group for bone health. They don't, they don't know that yet. Um, but what they do know is that progressive resistance training. So that's like weightlifting to get better at weightlifting, not weightlifting five pounds and then calling it a day, um, mm-hmm. and not feeling anything, you know, like lifting and so that you do feel like there's a load going through my body, um, and progressing that, like we talked about in the said principles that mm-hmm. you can't start with a hundred pounds. Um, you have to start with the five and work your way up, but you also can't stay at the five forever because then that, that doesn't give your tissues a chance to get better right um so a progressive uh resistance training for a minimum of two sessions a week for four to seven sessions of impact activities and then balance training so those are the three things that they determined is um good and and really uh not i guess they're optimal for bone health but in what combinations and at what dosage we don't know yet if that makes sense Mm mm-hmm Oh, the impact training is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. I like that. Especially in impact things, training is like sorry, in, yeah? in yoga, there's not a lot of impact. Like the most I would think about is those people who practice like jumping back into chaturanga. And there's been so many discussions whether that is um, good or bad. And I know there's been yeah. people who have tested the stress through the shoulder. Um 
actually the ball in socket of the shoulder and found that it was not as much as people thought. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I have to dig that one up. But again, yeah. if you jump back into a terrible chaturanga with your shoulders like way below your chest, then that's not bueno at all. <laughs> Don't do that. What? So you're saying that there's studies that show the jump back into chaturanga doesn't have a lot of force in the shoulder? Yeah. Huh. I got to find that. That. Oh gosh, where did I put that? <laughs> the fact I heard it on another podcast. Mm. Um, I'm trying That's to think what that other one is called, but yeah, I'll I'll dig That's that. Okay. And when we talk about the shoulder one day, I'll pull <clears throat> that up. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, but I think for this, the, their impact activities, I think are more jumping on your feet. Yeah, you want to be loading like through the knees and the hips definitely yeah. and the lower back yeah. and stuff like that yeah yeah because that's where the human body generally loads like we don't generally go around walking on our hands mm-hmm. um and so impact activities um again you have to understand that this is going to be a very wide range so for some people walking is an impact activity yeah i never thought of it like that yeah like walking for some demographics is impact um and then for some other demographic demographics, it's like shooting hoops, like actually jumping for a basketball. That's that's actual impact. Whereas walking doesn't provide the sufficient um, stress for adaptation, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, it's one of those things yeah. where everything depends mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's really it just it just depends. <laughs> yeah, totally. And then being like the balance in there as well. Cause I was, I was thinking about how much to stress your, um, deeper set of muscles, the stability muscles that are closer Mm. to the joint itself, which help to, um, kind of position your joint more centrally, especially when you're talking about the ball and the socket joint, such as the hip and the shoulder so that it, when it moves, it's not pushing against one side of the capsule or the other. So it keeps it a little more centered when you have that integrity of those deeper muscles. So mm-hmm. I think it's important to to use balance will definitely um, work your stability muscles, like literally stabilizing you, balancing. Yeah. <laughs> and, but then also the larger muscles because from my brief semester in mechanical engineering (laughs) if I learned if I learned anything it was about (laughs) torque so like force force applied over a distance so probably your longer muscles ones that are literally longer in length um Uh pulling on depending on the orientation of your body like those longer ones pulling up on the origin or the insertion Mm -hmm. um will cause greater force overall like a greater torque greater pull because of the yeah. distance that the long the length of them right because they're longer yeah which will so wait what was, so, if, what was so you, basically if you're pull if the if the muscle's pulling more like has more torque your bone yeah. is resisting to that yes and that's where yes. it strengthens yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's basically like you just explained how bone um develops and, and grows and how we put calcium into the bones anyway. It's it's through that stress of the muscles pushing, pulling, twerking, so a little maybe a little bit of twisting through them. Um, all healthy stresses, but it, it just sends a signal to your body that um oh the osteoblast should go and build this bone because it's being stressed. Mm-hmm. And so does impact. Impact does that as well. And I think probably impact does that through the, the gravitational force of just, what's that called when you, um, oh, compress. 
you know, when mm-hmm. you when you like drop your heels down when you're jumping or, or if you're like um it's just that that G force, right? Of gravity pushing down on you. Yeah. Um, and it looks like so the, it, you yeah. meeting the ground, so the stress is happening through the ground up. That too, yeah. 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 And all of that is like that good force on your bones, that good compression and rebounding and torque and all that good stuff. But yeah. of course to to a degree at which it's appropriate for you, which yeah. is the hard part. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Oh, there's your siren. <laughs> <laughs> Every podcast, Hello, there's a siren. Sorry. Every <laughs> podcast. Sometimes I can edit it out if I'm like really super quiet, but no. there it is. There it is. <laughs> Good morning, Toronto. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next study. Um, <clears throat> so this is the 12-minute daily yoga re- regimen reverses osteoporotic bone loss. This is a 2016 study. That was the title, um, and it's really sexy. It's, it basically says that 12 minutes da- of daily yoga can reverse osteoporotic bone loss. That's like, that's big. That's a big claim. Yeah, I'm I know. Like, I'm squinty-eyed <laughs> on this side of the mic. <laughs> mm. <laughs> So I think you have to understand that. So this was printed. I don't remember where this was printed, but I looked up the journal and it's not a, it's not like, it's not like cell biology printed, you know, like it's not like a huge, well-respected journal. So just Mm -hmm. know that, have Mm -hmm. that in the back of your mind. Um, And what they found. um, So this, the the other reason I don't like this journal, this um, study was because it was done um, through like an online survey system. So they recruited like 700 people and only 200 became like compliant with all of their, (laughs) I know, right? That's like Mm. a huge loss of people, but that's what happens with like online surveys, right? So you have to, you have to, in some ways doubt the quality of the people they've recruited because maybe these people went on the survey and reported things that weren't true, which is totally possible. Like you have, they don't have any way of monitoring whether or not these people actually did the yoga or if they added something else. Like we yeah. you don't know. Yeah. So um, that being said, <laughs> the 200 people who were moderately or fully compliant with everything that they asked them to do, which was um, they actually only asked them to do yoga twice a week. And it was 12 postures and the the postures are good ones. You know, they picked, I actually agree with the postures they picked. They picked lots of um, gentle back bends and then more resisted back bends like Cobra. They picked twists that were seated. They picked balance postures like tree pose. They picked a warrior pose. They didn't pick anything too complicated, but they picked like good ones that had like, I would say like a good general stress for your spine and your hips. Um, And so after that, they found that, yes, there were bone mineral density improvements in spine, hips, and femur, which are pretty darn important. <laughs> Most people with osteoporosis, if they fall and they break something, it's a, a b- broken um, hip, mm-hmm. something in the hip, um, or the low back. So so those are pretty important. They, you know, they picked the right parameters to look at. Um, I just, I do doubt the quality of their results. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the online scenario is like, it's really easy to lie online and just be like, yeah, I, yeah. Did. I totally did it twice a week. It was like, oh, maybe that was last week or oh, whatever. Yeah. So. And what if some yeah. of them, like, like think about the people who sign up for an osteoporosis online study, you know, like maybe they already have a family history of osteoporosis or they, they, um, they already have osteoporosis. And what if their doctors prescribe them weight training in conjunction with this? Yeah, that's true. 
like you, we don't know right or if they just like heard through the grapevine or they watched like a dr oz show and they're like i'm gonna take up weight training anyway like what if that was the thing that improved them we, we you don't actually know mm-hmm. you have to really do it in the in a good bubble and consider all yeah just yeah to conclude that yoga improved their bone mineral density um you have to take away anything else that might have improved their bone mineral density yeah and then talking like again like so even if that did work for those people like even if it did improve you would you would need to change the sequence over time because like you say like yes. you, you're needing to like progress you, you need to um, maintain the level of stress uh, your body your body's going to figure out that you're putting stress on the bones and for them to get stronger and stronger, you need to put more load, more resistance against them. So you will need to change that. Um, yeah. That's like one area where I see yoga, of course, like it would do have some benefit for people up to a certain point, but then there's, there's, and we've all experienced this, you get that familiarity uh, within your body of all the postures and your body just kind of will go into it. Um, Sometimes it's even like more work to turn those muscles back on because you've gotten that range of motion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it's trickier to find such a load on your joints after you've learned it. Yeah. So yeah, you I might think, at I some point it's... need to bring in the weights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that, that leads to the whole thing. Like, um, you know, that those programs with like yoga with weights. Mm, yeah. What do you think of those? What's your opinion? Um. I think depend it all depends on intention there. Um did you do one with me when we did our cadaver training? We don't, we don't oh just, my god, yeah, we did. We yeah. did. We totally did. Yeah. We don't have to talk about like who it was through or whatever. But um yeah, there were some weights and I didn't enjoy that because of the speed and the almost like the aggressiveness and the excitedness of the class. Um, I didn't think like you could very easily, if you say you have a couple weights in your arms and you're in warrior two, right. Or in your hands rather. Um, yeah. If you're not doing that intentionally, you're going to be using your neck, your traps a whole lot rather mm. than your deltoids and the muscles that stabilize your shoulders. So if you're just whipping your arms up and down with a couple weights and being like, yeah, I can go with the fives instead of the threes. Um, you're just using your, your neck, right. Yeah. So I think yeah. there there has to be an intention to use specific muscles and do a certain thing and at a speed where people can get in their body mm-hmm. and talk about like, you want these muscles to turn on. So use a weight until you get that yeah. and then go higher. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. why, yeah, like I'm I'm kind of against it because I feel like... I feel like for most people, you won't be able to concentrate properly. For for like me, I can't concentrate properly on it. That's why I like to like, if I'm going to do weights, I'm going to do them separately and not mix them with yoga poses so that they're, it's just like another thing. You know, it's like its own, it's, its own thing that's really good for me. Um, but I'm going to concentrate on the form a lot. Yeah. I'm going to concentrate on where I'm supposed to feel it a lot and not mix it up with a warrior two legs, not mix it up with like chair legs or like balance, you know, just do that one thing because it's so hard for me to to focus on everything and be good with everything all together mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah, yeah. I totally get that I think like if you did maybe privates or one-on-one and you're working on a specific um group of muscles or muscle that's kind of dormant and you're trying to turn it on and yeah you could isolate if you needed if you felt like weights like really light weights were helpful 
maybe over mm. time, like over time with that one student, like months and months and months, then you could integrate the two just to s- teach the body to do the two different things. But I wouldn't certainly start out that way. Yeah. I think it's also like a really good time just to like refer out, um, just to like, you know, get some good personal trainers who you trust and who know how to like turn on the medial hamstring and be like, Hey, can you, can you work their medial hamstrings so I can like help them feel it in other positions? Mm-hmm. If that makes, yeah. Like yeah. Th- then we can build the awareness wh- where you build the strength and, and it works together. Right. Yeah. No, there are definitely some good, good groups of physios. Um, and I want to say like, what are they called? Exercise. No, not exercise scientists, but personal trainers. Yeah, personal trainers. Uh, there's another group. I'm sorry, I'm gapping. It's like an athletic something in Canada. You can actually write it off. Oh, kinesiologists. No, those two. Those two. I think you can write this <laughs> off. Oh my God. It's like literally like athletic something. I don't know. Anyways. What? I was like, maybe I should do what, that. that you, can, like, you can write off? Like you can say is like a expense? Well, people can, people can get it paid for through their healthcare, basically. I think okay, it's like no. an athletic something. But anyways, what? those people. Yeah, yeah, look it up. I'll look that up. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what she's talking about. Yeah. Um, That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but those people also would be able to help. But yeah, numerous people yeah. could, could kind of help like refine and target and then you could work with them whether you use yeah. weights or not. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the, there's two more studies that are, are pretty interesting to look at that, you know, every study has its, um, sort of, uh, drawbacks, its limitations. Um, but this one actually looked on, uh, looked at Ashtanga. So it's a eight month Ashtanga yoga intervention, um, looking at bone metabolism. So the osteoblasts versus osteoclasts, um, sort of idea, um, and so this one I think is important to mention. It was done on premenopausal women. So women who have not had that dramatic decrease in estrogen yet. Um, so knowing that, that they haven't had this dramatic, dramatic or continuing decrease in estrogen, um, I think you have to really keep that in mind that they, they are not the population that's vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So this study, um, is almost like, <laughs> it's not going to deal with that. This is more of that whole talking about like maintaining your peak bone mass when you are in your peak, you know, right? Yeah. that kind of thing. Um, and so what they found was that regular um, Ashtanga, uh, I think they did two times a week or three times a week, something like that, um, had a small positive effect on bone formation, um, but no change in bone density. <laughs> so they had new bone but not, um, yeah, not the density, not like the strengthening. Yeah, yeah but remember, premenopausal, they're not, um, they're not at a stage where the bone is already being depleted. Mm. Yes, or, like, or maybe they, maybe yeah. they are if they have like a bunch of kids and a job. Yes, <laughs> super stressed. Or yeah, like it, or they none might of those too, things. But, <laughs> who knows? but maybe not clinically osteoporotic yet. Like, or, um, yeah, totally. Like they're not, they're not totally at that stage where it's, it's severely being depleted. Um, so it, it's important to see that, yeah, there, there is a small positive effect on a shtanga. And I think that's the other really cool thing. They did a shtanga and I think they did that for the whole impact, um, 
you know, our discussion on impact. Yeah. Um, because I think Ashanga's the, yeah, Ashanga's the only one really where, where you get all the jumps, even like jumping your feet wide, you know how the, the transition to like, um, triangle. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah you're, you're supposed to jump your feet wide. Right. Whereas like hot yoga never fucking jumps and, and like it shouldn't because yeah. you're going to slip, but yeah. <laughs> I'll be like so terrible. Oh my god! Just imagining someone like landing right on their pelvis. There's a fear. It's a fear for sure. So, oh, it's terrible. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Like a shenga is one that jumps. So, so I th- I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, but it, it also doesn't uh, like help us separate. Is it the jumping that helped them, or was it the um? like physicality of it was it the speed of it was it the cardio was it just the weight bearing like all the chaturangas i don't know like who knows Mm -hmm. and i wonder like where did they measure it did they say like specifically oh yeah yeah they did so they did the i think it's generally like um vertebrae your your lumbar and hips and femur i think these guys also did tibia okay so similar to the other one but just added tibia in there yeah yeah I, I think yeah, i'll link it so you guys can you guys can correct me <laughs> yeah if i'm wrong someone can read it cool that's yeah that's kind of neat but yeah a lot of yeah you're still yeah it, i wouldn't say like ashtanga yoga is better than weightlifting, and then you'd still have to eight month long ashtanga but you'd still have to compare it i think to other yoga practices yeah yeah exactly yeah like how does hatha Mm -hmm. or how about gentle hatha i don't know it's it's such a hard question to answer Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so i don't think i want to go over the last study because it was just another one of like it depends don't be a dick Mm. don't make really old people jump up and down okay yeah (laughs) it seems legit Yeah, it didn't have anything like specific that I can pull out. Whereas, like at least with the Ashtanga one, it was like, oh, they're actually talking about Ashtanga. Yeah, that's that's cool, and I like the well, the the twelve um, was it twelve minute or twelve pose study? Oh, I think it, it's twelve minutes. It twelve daily minutes. yoga regimen. Yeah. Did they then give like it wasn't just any twelve minutes? Like they had a specific. They had a DVD. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, because you, you said you yeah. looked at the, the poses and you like yeah. them. Yeah, you yeah, definitely have to like do it like very specific regimen like or series yeah. like over and over to see. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So what, what we can conclude probably is that what we knew before almost, but it is cool that there are obviously studies being done on it, um, stressing and stressing your body physically like loading mechanically loading your your bones and your joints um will have some impact on bone density yeah Yeah. i think i think it will um but i i don't know if it's better or worse than other um activities out there yeah so if you were to say how does yoga compare as a bone building activity compared to other activities um i would say that it's probably not the first one I would go towards. Yeah. Well, just like I wouldn't market myself as a yoga teacher as like yoga or market yoga in general as increasing bone density. Um, Yeah. I mean, you can, you can say it like this is what yoga can help with. Um, But 
it's not like the only thing. Like some mar- yeah. marketing is so like does all these things. It's like the magic pill. Um, maybe the magic of it is that it does do multiple things. Like mm-hmm. you are getting, you can have like that stress reduction portion of your class or the entire class, depending on what type of yoga you're doing. You can have that resistance training up to a certain amount yeah. until your body really does learn a ton and then it might need more. You can hormone balancing like there's there are so many things but you have to be careful about the language you use I think in that type of marketing yeah yeah and I think the other thing is is that it it also depends on your client's stage so if you have a 30 year old client who is concerned because she has maybe a family history of um, osteoporosis um, the Ashtanga study just shows you that like Ashtanga that kind of physicality is appropriate apparently you know, mm-hmm. at least in that study for premenopausal 30 year old women, um, it's it's adequate to support um, maintaining or maybe a small improvement in bone density, whether or not that's um, like, would she do better in a shtanga or would she do better in the gym lifting weights and running on the treadmill with uh, a personal trainer? Um, that's yet to be seen. Mm-hmm. And I, I personally think the lifting weights and the running regularly, whether it's on pavement, because running's impact, right? Yeah. Running's where your your heel strikes, your foot strikes, and it sends that compressive force through your body. Or, or jumping, like basketball. Um, that's that's a compressive um impact sport. Um, that's gonna send for a thirty year old woman a really good amount of um stress through the body to to maintain that kind of bone building. So I would ra- I think I would send her to the gym, whereas, you know, like an 80 year old who no longer jumps, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there's no jumping happening here. Um, elasticity has decreased a lot. Um, and we're already in osteoporosis. So we're already in it. We're mm-hmm. already in lots of decrease. That's where yoga might have, um, a pretty good, uh, you know, a, a really good effect because that's where balance is going to be really really key and we can improve balance a lot we can help them with balance a lot um stabilizers remember we talked about like the Mm -hmm. the bigger muscles as well as the smaller muscles and trying to improve both of those um and uh we can monitor and mitigate the potential risks of um activity so if your activity puts you at risk for falling and fracturing your bone, that is a bad activity for osteoporosis. Um, so you want to make sure that there's enough support around someone who does um, have that bone loss uh, so that they don't fall and break something because that's it's totally against what you want to do. Mm-hmm. No, I like that you yeah. brought that up. That's awesome. That makes yeah. sense. And you have the ability just to work with gravity at that stage in life. Like there's a lot, there's enough resistance there probably. Yeah. And of course that depends. Like if they're, if they're really fit and they, they, they're coming to you as the, the, um, expert, um, I would say just, you know, just be really careful with your words. Know that there's studies there out there that show that yes, yoga does benefit, but there's also studies out there that show that yoga only has a small effect. Um, so going to a doctor and referring out to people who are specialists in this are really important. And then just educating yourself further as well. If you, if you do decide to take them on as a client, um, but I would, I would rather people take them on as a client for the other reasons like stress reduction, balance training, mobility training, just feeling more free and open in your body. Yeah. Posture training. Yeah. Yeah. Like if someone comes to you and says, I want to do yoga 
for to help my osteoporosis or to reduce it, whatever, be really clear with them that, okay, I, th- I, there's a small amount of impact that yoga has, potentially more, but we don't know. Um, but what I can help you with are all these other things as well. So if you are also interested in these things, then it's a beneficial practice. If you are just looking to increase your bone density, then you might want to go see a personal trainer or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, so that's being perfect. honest. Yeah. 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 There just isn't enough research yet. And like not, not quality research, you know, like that 12 minute, um, study like you could you could point to that and say that's good but like honestly look at that journal that journal is not like no yeah it's not a good journal guys it's not so yeah let's be clear (laughs) and it's like the thing about writing scientific papers is you try to get your paper you write the paper without talking to the journal at first and then you're Mm -hmm. trying to get a high quality the highest of quality journals to publish it whatsoever and yes they will in the process they'll go through it and say no we don't want to put this in because we don't feel like you did enough work supporting your claims um so you kind of go through and go lower and lower in the (laughs) yeah in the pile (laughs) exactly yeah yeah, if you're looking at a journal that doesn't have a good reputation, I mean, there are definitely probably the odd study in there that are totally fine for whatever yeah. reason, but they just like don't have the standards to to be in the really top-notch journals. Um, yeah. Oh, one thing I was thinking of, like, I wonder, do you think like someone with a stiffer body would build bone density greater? than someone with a ton of flexibility. I'm kind of wondering because if your large muscles are kind of trying to pull you into position, they're pulling, I I wonder like to someone, I'm sure the exercise scientists would like measure the amount of force through uh, the muscle or something like that, like the torque being pulled onto the bone. So if you're really stiff, like, you know, some people have to work so hard to try and get into a shape or bring some sort of curve into one part of their body. You're really flexible. You have a little bit of pull in your muscle, no resistance. You just go. So there's not as great of a resistance. Your bone isn't resisting and kind of building against that, that force, that torque. Mm. Well, I think, I think it also depends on strength. So you can be, you can be tight and very weak, so the, the muscle is just pulling and the fascia is pulling and it's really tight, but the muscle itself is like this puny little dinky nothing mm-hmm. that it, it doesn't actually create too much force. Um, and one of the reasons is it could be that the fascia is just bounded up so much. Um, but I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure when it comes to bone, whether that has an impact on the bone density or the bone um, strength. I feel like it's it's more related to muscle strength i want to say but that's just me wanting to say that i don't i don't know if it's true yeah i don't know i'm just thinking like is there i guess to word it differently like is a muscle applying more strength or using more strength using more stress to move someone who is less flexible than someone who is more flexible oh oh it depends yeah right yeah that that must depend on oh that depends man it's kind of interesting to think about though. Like, yeah, I have no idea what the answer is. Like I yeah. would kind of think you would need more, but yeah. but who knows? Like you'd have to get someone with some little electrode things to like measure <laughs> the force yeah. somehow. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And then even if they do require more strength to move a stiffer body, um, 
your body is also adapted to that. Yeah, that's true. So it's not more for you. It's just more for you compared to someone else. But then that someone else is also adapted to their their like homeostasis, right? Their status quo. They're used to it. Mm-hmm. And that it's it's not it's no effort, right? Just to be. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense too. Yeah, I don't know. Cool. That's something to think about. <laughs> so I think in conclusion, um, I think we summed it up well before that um, I don't, for personally, I don't think there's too much evidence out there that says that yoga for sure can increase your bone density. I think too many, there's so many factors that plays into that. So just be careful with wording and false advertising. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Be clear to your students about what you're teaching them. Um, most people come to yoga for other reasons and that's just like a small benefit on the, on the side that they're happy to experience. Um, and if anyone knows of any studies or if you've done work like in smaller groups, um, been able to measure somehow or, or just through kind of personal experience, we'd love to hear that. Like I'd really like to talk to more people instead of just read papers. Well, I didn't read any papers. Sandy read them. <laughs> but on like generally when we talk about stuff, if we can have uh, someone with a real life experience, that's always helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you're in the research um, realm of things, this is a, a really cool area of research as well because it's um, anything dealing with like humans long term are really hard to measure and really hard to isolate. So yeah, if you do have any better studies from better journals that I would totally love to dig in, dive in cool yeah (laughs) sweet all right so before we sign off um i will reiterate to you guys if you've missed that we have a 10 percent off the wonderlust festival events for the year of 2019 that's still ongoing um so if you're thinking about your summer especially and you want to kind of get out and go to one of the festivals either the the 108 the uh, wonderlust 108 which is i think it's a two-day or maybe it's just a one-day usually Anyways, I don't know. Brutal. (laughs) (laughs) I know the other ones are four days and that's like what I would go to four day um, doing yoga and doing things related to yoga and listening to talks from specialists, (laughs) sup yoga, yoga, flying around and aerials, all the good stuff. Um, Anyways, you can get that link (laughs) from us. Go do it. Go have fun. Yes. Wanderlust is so worth it. I, I love it as a summertime activity. Um, okay. The other thing that we have for you is this rad link. Uh, rad rollers are, um, tools for myofascial release that we really, really love. And actually, um, speaking of like older generation, myofascial release for the older generation is so, so nice. And rad just creates these, um, tools that are they have like a softness to them they're not like super duper tough and rigid um so for those softer bones like these the softer tools are are so good to release the muscles without harming the bones underneath um yeah so like definitely check them out if this is a population you you're looking to work with um or even if you just have like really tight knotted areas in your own body that you want to get to they create very special um sizes of their tools and and shapes of their tools that you can sort of um get into all of the spots if you know how Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) so that link is going to be up there um really really good stuff to play with to um test on your own body and with your clients yeah 
I found my little black ball. I had kept it and I just found it. Oh, good. And um, because my thumb has been kind of like throbby, achy through the whole renovation process just because I'm using my hands so much. Yeah. Um, And I've just been kind of working the muscles in my hand and my thumb and it's almost gone, that achiness. So yeah, a lot lot of time with like, I don't know if we'd call that arthritis or what, but if people that do experience arthritis, if you are kind of able to release the tissues, soften the tissues around those joints, they're not going to pull and they're not going to create so much stress. So it's something that I felt like, yeah, firsthand in my body. Oh, it's the best. That little ball is magic. I'm glad you got to release. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Me too. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon.